Every single time Hunter wakes up from a nap these days, he's asking for a snack and it's usually a fruit snack. And I used to say heck no to all kinds of fruit snacks and goodies like that because I hated all of the artificial dyes, harmful ingredients, and the ridiculous amount of sugar that they have. And while I still am a big proponent in not having all of those things all the time, I find so much hope in knowing that Thrive Market has me covered and has Hunter covered for not just all of those sweet fun treats, but also other essentials while keeping him safe and healthy. And it's honestly become a fun little tradition for Michael and I to sit down and pick out our Thrive Market order. They're so amazing and such our go-to for delicious snacks and pantry essentials and so much more. Their app is so easy to use and everything is delivered to our doorstep in a matter of days, which drastically reduces my stress level because making time to go to the grocery store is my least favorite thing to do. Plus, I'm obsessed with their standards. They restrict literally 1,000 plus harmful ingredients and they only allow the most trusted ingredients for you. I mean, even last order, I saved $20 and got an incredible deal on the poppy probiotic sodas that I love. Plus, it's not just good for your family. When you join Thrive Market, they also gift a membership to a family in need, which is the greatest. So let's save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash truthtalks for 30% off your first order. Plus, you get a $60 gift for free. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash truth talks. Thrivemarket.com slash truth talks. Did you hear the news? My book, Surrender Your Story, Ditch the Myth of Control and Find Freedom in Trusting God is releasing on March 7th. Not only will you hear a lot of untold stories and secrets and really vulnerable moments from my own life, you're going to learn a few things from this book. Number one, you're going to learn to let go of your death grip on control and find freedom in surrendering to God. Number two, you're going to learn how to truly trust God with the twists and turns of your story. Number three, you're going to learn to depend on God as your source of strength instead of yourself. And number four, you're going to learn to move forward in faith, even in the face of life setbacks and disappointments. If you've ever felt disappointed or frustrated or impatient or confused about the timing of your life and the way things are planning out, and you really want to instead find freedom and more purpose than you could ever imagine, Surrender Your Story is for you. I wrote this book, I wrote Surrender Your Story for you, to remind you that surrendering control and surrendering your dreams and your plans to God isn't a loss, it's actually where we gain the most abundant and freeing life. Right now, you can actually pre-order my new book and get some amazing free gifts that no one else is going to get unless they pre-order. You can go to surrenderyourstory.com or find all the notes and instructions in the description and the episode notes, and you can get amazing free gifts like a Bible study to get you started, the first three chapters to start reading, lock screens made by me, and scripture cards, and more. Friend, God loves you so much, and He is so worthy to be trusted with your stories. He writes even better ones than we could. Hey friend, you're listening to Truth Talks with Tara, a podcast dedicated to helping you know, love, and live God's word. I'm your host, Tara, and I am so glad that you're here. Each week, we'll dive into scripture together. We'll answer questions we all have about the Bible and about how to live for God, as well as learn from some of my amazing friends and guests. If you want to see how God's word can truly change your everyday life, this show is for you. 
My prayer is that we would all grow in our knowledge of God so that we can live boldly for Him. So, what do you say? Let's get into it. Welcome, welcome back to Truth Talks with Tara. Thank you so much for tuning in for another week. It is your friend, your host, Tara. If you are new to the show, I wanted just to say thank you. I want to say thank you for being here, extend you a virtual hug of sorts, and invite you to subscribe and join us every single Tuesday, every single week, as we know, love, and live God's word. If you are someone who's been around here for a long time, hey friend, I'm so glad that you're back. Overall, just excited to be here. Today's episode, we're going to be diving into what it means to be a Proverbs 31 woman. Proverbs 31 is the epitome, like it is the most, I feel like most quoted or one of the most quoted passages in God's word when it comes to womanhood, when it comes to what it means to be a Christian woman, wife, just woman in general. And so I wanted to unpack it because although that's the standard for our lives and we know that it has so many good things for us. Sometimes we read it and we're like, okay, well, what does it actually have to say for my life? And culturally, what does it mean for me today here in 2022 or whenever you're listening to this? So we're going to go verse by verse and break this down so that we all know how to live as the Proverbs 31 woman. Now, I want to start out and make this very, very clear that the Proverbs 31 woman, she talks about being a wife and a mom often in this passage. And although that is who it's talking to, it's not just for wives and moms. So if you're single, if you are dating, if you are engaged, if you are not in those seasons of being a wife or a mother, this episode is still for you. And this passage and these things that God has to say to us in Proverbs 31 is still for you. So I just want to make sure you know that moving forward and know that there's something for for all of us here from God, from Proverbs 31. So first of all, let's talk about the origin or the background of Proverbs 31 as a chapter. So Proverbs, the entire book, was mostly written by King Solomon, the wisest man in history as he is often known. But this particular chapter, we read and we know, it says literally at the beginning, the words of King Lemuel, an oracle that his mother taught to him. So who is this guy? If Solomon wrote the majority of Proverbs 31, who is this King Lemuel guy? Well, first of all, it says he was a king, okay? And secondly, this part is kind of contested or argued or just not really clear, but some people think that this was maybe um, a metaphor or just someone's fancy way of saying King Solomon or even King Hezekiah. So saying King Lemuel as maybe either to disguise him or just to make it more ambiguous. So either way, we know it is the words of King Lemuel. So whether that is King Lemuel himself or this was the author's way of saying Solomon. Anyway, that doesn't really, really matter in this case, but what matters is that this was an oracle that his mother taught him. So this was something that King Lemuel's mother instilled in him. This was something that he was brought up hearing. These were words from his mother to him that gave him wisdom and instruction, which Proverbs is a book all about wisdom and how to gain wisdom from God. And one of those really great avenues besides God himself, which is the most great wisdom like source, we get wisdom 
wisdom. And God tells us over and over again in his word that we get wisdom from people who have come before us, from parents, from mentors, from those in the older generation. So it's really cool to be able to see that this was from a mother instructing her son on the ways of a godly Christian woman. Now, let's just get into it. Proverbs 31, the Proverbs 31 chapter or section starts in verse 10. So let's just read it verse by verse and we'll break it down, what it means in context and what it means for you and I today. So verse 10 says, in the ESV, it says, an excellent wife who can find. She is far more precious than jewels. So right out of the gate, it's kind of a weird way of saying it, but King Lemuel is asking, an excellent wife who can find. This is just another way of saying, like who can find the best wife it's written funny but it's basically just asking this rhetorical question which is an answer and one that we all know that an excellent wife an excellent woman is one who is from the lord and he's saying that she is far more precious than jewels which in the culture of when this was written and the time period when this was written jewels gold all of those things were so highly praised that was the highest currency that was just the highest royalty and value and worth as far as monetary value and so to say that the proverbs 31 wife or woman is more precious than jewels one of the most the hottest commodities was one of the greatest honors Now, verse 11 through 12 says this, The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. Verse 12, She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. Basically, this is saying what she does, what the Proverbs 31 woman does, she does for the good of her family. And because she is such of high character and she does her whole life unto the Lord and in such service that her husband trusts in her, that he has no reason to not trust her. And she does him good and not harm all the days of her life. And the benefit to this woman and her life unto the Lord and her service to her husband means that her husband and in the same extension her family and those around her will lack no gain because she is a fulfiller and she is someone who serves wholeheartedly verses 13 through 14 say this she seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands she is like the ships of the merchant she brings food from afar this is just another fancy way to say that she provides for her house now something i want to make very very clear and we will talk about often as we do this breakdown is that the proverbs 31 woman does not have to be someone who is just a stay-at-home mom or someone who works out of the home or if you work out of the home then you're not the Proverbs 31 woman that you're not just home all of the time okay I want us to find the freedom in being where God has us and operating and serving in the spheres that God has for us because many of us work outside of the home many of us work from home and have kids and our wives and all those things one distinction we need to make that's very very important is that if we are called to be a wife and a mother that is our first area of service i mean as far as the tears go think of it this way god number one number two your husband and number three your children and everything else follows that i am not saying that being a wife and mother is the epitome of everything because that is not where all of us are at in life and so i don't want to discredit those who are listening who are single or who have never married because god has purpose for us our greatest purpose is to serve and glorify the lord but if we are called to be wives and mothers that is our primary station but we can still do other things like this Proverbs 31 woman who goes out she works we'll see all of that I just want to make sure that that is heard loud and clear this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. 
2024 has simultaneously felt like the longest and shortest year. Our little family has gone through so many highs and lows and joys and valleys. I mean, Hunter's growing up so crazy and our calendars are so crazy. And this is usually the time of year where so many of us give up on our New Year's resolutions. And while some of mine have not panned out, to be honest, there are some that have. I am personally really proud of my consistent workout routine this year. It has been something that has been so off and on since having Hunter. It's also given me so much mental clarity to be physically active. I'm also really proud that I have instilled regular rhythms of rest in my life and not just rest when I'm burnt out, which was usually the norm. When life moves so quickly, let's just slow down and celebrate our little wins and move forward in faith and make adjustments for the rest of the year. This is your little mid-year check-in. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the rest of the year. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, try BetterHelp to keep you on track. It's entirely online, so it flows with your lifestyle, and you can select a therapist that fits your needs and beliefs, but also feel the freedom to switch at any time to find the best match. Therapy gives you the space to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and process it, which can be really hard on your own. So visit betterhelp.com slash truth talks today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash truth talks. Your brain needs support and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When it says that this woman seeks wool and flax, basically it's just saying that this excellent wife has a skill in a lot of different areas, that she was able to make clothes, you know, wool and flax. She was able to spin things into linen back then and make literally clothes and other things from her home. Basically, she is very skilled in ways that she can provide for her house. Let's read verse 15 together. It says she rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and portions for her maid. This is a woman who is prepared and forward thinking. I love this about the Proverbs 31 woman. I love that she thinks ahead, that she's not idle, that she's not passive, that she is always thinking, okay, how can I serve my people in my house well and also make it a little easier on myself by being prepared and by being forward thinking. So don't read into this that she rises while it is yet night, meaning that she never sleeps and that you should run yourself into exhaustion. That is not what we're saying. This is just a you know metaphorical or a um, just this fancy way of wording the fact that she is forward thinking that she leverages the time that she has to her best ability and she also I don't know if you caught that last part she portions for her maidens she also makes sure that she has help that she delegates that she also provides for other people in her life so there's just so much here that just shows her heart and her forward thinking and I love that about the Proverbs 31 woman and I want to be that way too let's read verse 16 together as well. It says she considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. Basically, this woman, she is not confined to the house. We hear this over and over again. And if you stay at home, I don't want you to hear that I'm saying that's wrong. But I also want you to know that there's freedom in where God has us as a wife and a mother as well. We have areas that we can use our gifts outside of the home, inside of the home. It's an incredible gift, really, to be a woman in God's design. Basically, verse 16 is just talking about 
how she is considerate, she is savvy, she is entrepreneurial, all of these things that um, she really puts her hands to and works with all of her might. Verses 17 through 18 says this, She dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Diligence and strength are two words that come to mind when I read this passage. It says that, you know, she dresses herself with strength, that she puts on strength, like, you know, like the armor of God. She puts on the fruit of the spirit. She girds herself up with strength, knowing that that is what her day and that is what the responsibility that God has given her requires is strength. And she's also extremely diligent to continue to strengthen herself, to persevere, because what God has called her to is not only a beautiful, gift to be able to be a wife and a mom and to work, but also it's something that takes work and it takes diligence and perseverance. Let's read verse 19 through 20 together. It says, she puts her hands to the distaff and her hand holds the spindle. She opens her hand to the poor and reaches her hands out to the needy. Now, the distaff and spindle are two things that we don't use nowadays, but I just wanted to define them very quickly. The distaff and spindle were basically tools that were used back then to make linen. And this would have been a very, very highly valued skill in the ancient Near East. And flax is something that was used to be dried and spun into linen. And wool that comes from sheep was spun into yarn. So all of these things that were made to just create other things, she used those and she knew how to use those tools. What I think is so just awesome and really impressive about the Proverbs 31 woman. She is so like such an example of so many different skills that I really aspire to. The Proverbs 31 woman is someone who is generous and who is always willing to help someone out. Like they said in verse 20, she opens her hands to the poor and she reaches out to those who are in need. So she is after the good of those who are hurting and is seeking to meet other people's needs. Let's read verses 21 through 20. 22 together. It says she is not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household are clothed in scarlet. They couldn't have made it any simpler. They're just sharing how the Proverbs 31 woman, she's not afraid. She is not worried because she has prepared. She is not worried for snow, for storms. She has cared for and watched out and kept an excellent home and been forward thinking that she's not afraid of the time to come because she is watching over it. And obviously she knows that the Lord is the one who provides provides but we also have the personal responsibility of being prepared and you know being forward thinking and she's done just that and verse 22 says she makes bed coverings for herself her clothing is fine linen and purple okay i don't know if you caught that there were two colors that were mentioned in verse 21 they mentioned scarlet or crimson and in verse 22 they talk about fine linen and purple so scarlet or crimson is basically this expensive material typically worn by the wealthy. So she provides clothes that are luxurious and warm. She she goes after quality. Again, I'm not saying that we all have to find the most expensive clothes for our children or the most high quality and like break the bank kind of items for ourselves. But basically, she's just a quality gal, really. <laughs> and then verse 22, it's talking about how her clothing is fine linen and purple, which purple, if we look at the biblical origin, purple was like worn by a lot of royal people it is a lot of what jesus wore it is a lot of what we also see in the in revelation when we hear colors and scarlet crimson purple these are all um quality kingly royal colors which just really speak to the quality and the care that she has for her family and also for herself now the next verse 23 is one of my favorites and i really want to dissect this one well verse 23 says her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. 
the Proverbs 31 woman is such an excellent wife and character and nobility and excellence that she doesn't flaunt who she is, but just by the way she lives her life and by the way she honors her husband and by the way she follows the Lord with her life, her qualities are known to people. When her husband goes about in the, in the town square, when he is out and about, they're like, oh, you know, so-and-so is his wife and she is such a woman of noble character. I see that and I see that he is well loved and well respected. And so I want you to hear this, whether you're a wife or not, that our character and excellence and the way that we hold ourselves and the way that we choose to live out our faith is obvious. And I mean, it can't be, it can be obvious, but then it can't be. So how are we shining our light is really the question here. And I have been thinking about that a lot. Like obviously our main reason to have excellent character and to follow the Lord is not so that, you know, other people would think that we're amazing, but to honor the Lord is, is our number one goal and motivation. But the really cool thing to know is that we can be a witness in our actions and in our lives. And the Proverbs 31 woman demonstrate demonstrates this, excuse me, so, so well in her life that people know who she is and that they're associated well with her husband and with the people that she serves. And so that's just a call and a reminder for me. It's like, am I living that way where my husband is honored or my people in my life are honored by the way I live? And that most of all, that my God is honored by the way I live. Verse 24 is another one of those verses that just speak to her entrepreneurial spirit and that is, um, she makes linen garments and sells them. She delivers sashes to the merchant. So again, she is taking care of her household and she's also doing all the things. But I want to also kind of make a disclaimer. I know it's kind of towards the end of this passage, but if you're feeling overwhelmed by this woman, if you're feeling like her standard is way too much to live up to, the really cool thing is that you don't have to. The really cool thing is that these are character traits of a woman and advice that King Lemuel's wife gave him. And although they're all really great things for us to take heart to, if you cannot do all the things, which a lot of us can't do all the things. It's too much. We need to be where we are and let God tell us what we can do within our own boundaries. That's okay. I just want to give you permission to rest and not be overwhelmed by the Proverbs 31 woman and her example, because it can seem like a lot like, oh, she's an incredible wife. She's an incredible mom. And she also works and she does this and that. And I just feel like I'm barely making it through the day. And Girl, you're not alone. You're not alone. Even if you, you know, go to school or if you work a nine to five and you're not a wife, or you're not a mom, like life is still really, really full for all of us. And so I want to give you that, that sigh and that permission slip to remember that you don't have to keep up with anyone. You just need to keep in step with the spirit. And so the Proverbs 31 woman, her life and her example of honoring the Lord and fearing the Lord and serving with her hands and, you know, being diligent and all these things and relying on him. Those are the qualities that we should really hold on to. And if you're not, you know, hustling and making linen and doing all these things, it's okay. Just ask God where he wants you to be. But this is an incredible example, you know, for us to aspire to. That's all we're doing today. Let's look at the last couple of verses we are towards the end of this let's read verses 25 it said strength and dignity are her clothing and she laughs at the time to come this proverbs 31 woman the woman that i desire myself to be and you dear friend she is a strong woman that is dignified and she's not afraid of the future not just because she's all that 
and she knows that, but because God is all that, because she relies on the Lord and she finds her strength and her dignity and her identity in the Lord. And so she can laugh at the future, meaning she does not have to be worried about it because she knows that God holds her and that she follows God. And so this is one of the most popular verses from Proverbs 31, Proverbs 31, 25, that strength and dignity are this woman's clothing. Can we say the same about ourselves, that strength and dignity are what we clothe ourselves with in the Lord and that we don't have to be afraid of the future, not because, again, we find our strength in ourselves, but because we find our strength in the Lord, just like this woman. Verse 26 says, she opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. I love this. Proverbs is, again, a a book, a letter all about wisdom and how to find wisdom. And so this verse is just reinforcing that, that she, when she speaks, she gives wisdom, that she is mature, and that when she teaches not only her children, but other people in her sphere of influence, that she is kind with her teaching, that she, you know, does not shy away from the truth but she speaks with kindness verse 27 says she looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness basically she's not idle she keeps to the proverbs theme another one of the proverbs themes besides finding wisdom and getting wisdom is not being lazy or a sluggard you'll read that word those words in proverbs a lot so she is someone who's not idle that she is you know just active in her life that she is willing to serve and that she is not a sluggard that she has purpose that she's found in the Lord. And then verses 28 through 29 says, her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Each member of this household, each member of the Proverbs 31 woman's household, her husband, her children, they recognize the value of her. Then ESV note about this verse says that a woman, a wife that is like this, a mother that is like this is one that her family will recognize and she should be called blessed. She should be um, praised in the right ways and humility for her work that she does unto the Lord. That being this woman is a blessed position. And I really want my children to say this about me. I want Hunter to say this about me. I want my children in the future to say this about me, that they feel blessed that I'm their mom and not, you know, put down. They don't feel like, you know, they have everything, you know, held back from them. I want them to feel like they're blessed. And so this is one of the utmost, um, just, I guess, compliment as a wife and a mom. Let's read the last two verses together. Verses 30 through 31 says this, Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. Now, I don't want this to be our call to be like all prideful and say, oh, I'm all this, like we should be praised. But there is a level that women in this high calling of not just being a wife and a mom, but being a woman who fears the Lord should be praised, should be recognized um, by the fruit of their lives, should be a just a shining light for other people to see the God at work in their lives. And so verse 30 is really just reminding us that yeah, she's a great worker. She serves with her hands. She is very prepared and forward thinking and she's very strong and all these things. But the greatest thing about her is that she fears the Lord. And the greatest trait above all is that she loves the Lord and she honors him. And because she first honors and loves the Lord and fears the Lord, all those other characteristics, all those other awesome traits about her overflow from that source. Not the other way around, but from that source of fearing and knowing the Lord. The Proverbs 31 woman is a beautiful example for all of us. And I'm so thankful that we got to break it down today and talk. 
Friend, again, I want to remind you to not be overwhelmed by this example. I just pray that it would encourage us to just take it verse by verse, take it day by day, and ask God, ask the Holy Spirit to help us in the areas that we're lacking that maybe we want to step up more in this example of the Proverbs 31 woman. For me, I want to be someone who's more forward thinking. I want to be someone who is just more diligent in giving to the needs of not only my household, but others give to the needy like Proverbs 31 tells us. And so I just pray that as we broke this down today that you would be excited um, and really thankful for the way that God has created you as a woman. Again, if you're a wife, if you're a mom, then great. There's really cool things you can put into practice here. But if you're not, you can also put these really cool things into practice. So know that God's purpose for a woman, no matter what the world tells you, the world will tell you something different. God's purpose is so beautiful and it's so much more fulfilling that we could ever come up with on our own. And so Proverbs 31 is a really awesome blueprint and starting place for us to really see and sink into and believe the beauty that God gives us as women. If today's episode encouraged you at all, would you take a moment to leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts and also subscribe on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you get your shows. I would be so, so honored. When I say I can't do this without you, I truly cannot. And so I wanna say thank you in advance for taking a few moments out of your day to encourage me and other people that may find this show by your subscribing and also by your ratings and reviews. Thanks in advance. Until next time, friend.